I have rediscovered my neighborhood since baby T came into our life. The twice-a-day walks pushing her stroller in and out of various streets in the neighborhood, has made me realize how I live in a very interesting part of the city. On one side, our neighborhood is surrounded by one of the most affluent zip codes in the country, while the other side has a whole bunch of rent-controlled apartments. This makes the idea of the ovarian lottery so real. More on this linked on screen. While theoretically there is no limit on what each of the kids can achieve, yet each kid has a separate starting point and a separate floor, a mythical point below which they cannot fall, which is uniquely theirs. And the floor for the kids born on the affluent side of town is significantly higher than the kids born on the other side of the tracks. Through nothing but a stroke of luck, these kids will have a wealthier, healthier, and safer life than those other kids. And their parents will do everything to ensure that happens. What one's parents are like is entirely a matter of luck. What one's children are like is not. Adam Swift, British political philosopher and sociologist. Doing well for yourself and ensuring we give our offsprings the very best that we can, has been the secret source that has helped humanity progress. However, when we try and better the circumstances for only our own offsprings, do we make the collective worse off? Assuming the pie cannot always be expanded, when someone gets more of it, that means someone else has very little. Here I am not referring to things which are obviously wrong like practicing nepotism or bribing to help your children get into college, article linked on screen, but those seemingly small acts that have great unintended consequences. Take for example the COVID-19 trend of creating learning pods for your children. Parents who have the means are opting to pull their children out of school, creating small pods with one or two other families, and hiring personal tutors to teach these kids. At the surface there is nothing really wrong with this decision, after all, these families are helping keep themselves and their children safe. However there could be an unintended consequence, a greater divide between the haves and have-nots. In the short term the children from less privileged backgrounds will deal with more school closures, however it is the long-term implications of this decision that are scarier. There is enough research that states that the quality of education in public schools significantly drops when the privileged start pulling their children out of this system. Sometimes there is a societal cost for securing what is best for your child, sociologists refer to this as opportunity hoarding. Opportunity hoarding does not result from the workings of a large machine, but from the cumulative effect of individual choices and preferences. Taken in isolation, they may feel trivial. But like many micro-preferences, they can have strong effects on overall culture and collective outcomes. Richard V. Reeves in his book, Dream Hoarders, that I have linked on screen. I walk around the neighborhood these days, pushing the stroller along and think a lot about this. I love my baby to the moon and back and want to give her the best life possible. But would she have the best life possible in a world that is increasingly divided and unequal? While trying to give her everything I can, would I in some part play a role in creating a more unequal world? To want the best for your child is what makes you human. To do that, we will all at some point make selfish decisions that somewhere, slowly kill humanity.